This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. The best way to support the show is by going to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Cuterial. Just click the Support Our Artist button, which takes you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally would, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will then use to to purchase piano lessons so that we can learn how to be as cool as Rolf, which will somehow help us. I think it'll help us find Skeeter if we're as cool as Rolf. I love Rolf so much. Rolf is great. He's great. Rolf, if you're out there, (laughs) please shop on Amazon and also be my friend. The sun is up, the sky is clear, but all is lost when you aren't here. Where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappeared. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I'm Matt Mansern. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. Skeeter, oh, we saw her on Muppet Babies on the original Muppet Babies. The um, true Muppet Babies. Not this upcoming reboot that is fictional. Fan fiction, I would call it. I wouldn't even call them fans, actually. You're right. Just fiction. Just fiction. (laughs) We saw... Skeeter on the original documentary TV series, Muppet Babies. Yes. Along with other Muppets as babies. Mm-hmm. Kermit. A piggy. Fozzie. Rolf. Gonzo. Animal. Bunsen. Beaker. Uh, sometimes a bean bunny. That's in, in future episodes. Future episodes. Yeah. Spoiler. Sometimes Statler and Waldorf mm-hmm. in future, future episodes. episodes. They weren't babies, though. They no, were just they a were... middle-aged <laughs> man. <laughs> Uh, Scooter as a baby, mm-hmm. we saw, and and, his and twin, twin sister, sister Skeeter. <laughs> but and we saw all of them grow up, except for Skeeter. Except for Skeeter, where is she? We we yeah. Where is she? How is she? Is she? Yeah, <laughs> is she? Is, or is she not? Oh no. <laughs> so we are watching every episode of the real original Muppet Babies mm-hmm. to look for any clues because it's all we've got. It's the only data we have, folks. It's the only data. We are looking for clues. And uh, uh, to help us out, we always have a guest with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Today we have with us uh, comedian, actor, writer, dancer, Tamara Brown. Welcome. Welcome, Tamara. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you so much for being here to help get to the bottom of this. This Terrible investigative journal. I'm I'm glad that you delve into investigative journalism. This is like one of those true crime podcasts, almost. No, it is. It's a. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. it is. A true crime uh, podcast. It's not a an episode review podcast. No, and <laughs> it's, it's not crime. a comedy podcast. <laughs> it's definitely not funny. No, nothing. <laughs> there's no funny. I've never laughed once, except for when I get tickled. <laughs> yeah, if you hear something that sounds like Eileen laughing, it is her crying. And it's a this, lot. This it room is full of lot. feathers. It's just full of feathers. So I that's get... the tickling happens. Yeah. It happens on occasion. It happens on occasion. Um, <laughs> well, let's hear what t- you sound like when you're being tickled. Okay, tickle me. Okay, so we hear what your laugh sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Right? Tickle, tickle. <laughs> if you hear that, that's an Eileen laugh. That's a laugh. Anything else is me crying and don't. Don't think otherwise. 
Exactly. I'm wagging my finger. Yes. You can't oh. see it. Oh, it's, oh it's, wagged. it's wagging. It's wagging more than Ralph's tail. Oh, he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's, me crying. That's crying. That's me crying. Uh, uh, Tamara, we always like to n- ask from our guests, uh, uh, what sort of your, your history with Muppet Babies? How much did you oh, watch it growing I up? I watched it every weekend. Every Saturday I watched Muppet Babies. I loved Muppet Babies. I loved um, – what's, what's interesting to me is that I haven't watched it since I was, I don't know, six years old. I it's So when I watched the episode, it brought back a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. But it also brought back a lot of thoughts that I hadn't thought since <laughs> I was six years old. That I remember – I have the same curious – I have I have the same uh, curiosities about the show that I had then, which are um, why is Rolf a dog and Miss Piggy a pig and Kermit a frog, but Gonzo is just a thing and <laughs> Animal is just a thing <laughs> and yeah, unspecified, unspecified. Mm-hmm. So I had that, and then also I would always compare uh, the the characters. Like this time watching this, I was just like. This is Rugrats. Like, Piggy is Angelica, and Scooter and Skeeter are the twins, and, like, every uh, every character falls into the same characters that they are on, on, like, another show. And I can remember when I was a kid, Muppet Babies, I would, in my head, compare each person to Head of the Class. <laughs> the, <laughs> the characters on Head of the Class is who oh. I was like... I don't remember their names anymore, but, like, Miss Piggy was... The you know the the Miss Piggy of head of the class. Who was the Miss Piggy? Was that uh, the actress who was married to Mike Tyson? Yes, whose name I can't yes. remember now. Uh-huh. Robin Gibbons. Uh, Robin Gibbons. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and Scooter was probably Arvid. Arvid, the yeah. nerdy kid. Oh man, you have such a good memory. <laughs> wow. I can't remember much else other than there's a. Uh, a there really bad person. Dennis. Dennis was the uh, heavyset guy sat in the back who had the one computer in the classroom. Oh, that's yeah, that's a guy oh, who's wow. terrible who created the Disney shows and Did uh, he? <laughs> look it up. We shouldn't get into that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's okay. Not get into it or sorry maybe to, edit sorry this out if it's too depressing. Howard Hesman, though, I guess was nanny. Yes, Howard Hesman <laughs> was nanny. Well, I mean, we all knew that. that. <laughs> Yeah, this is all news to me. It was a, it was a not, it was a live action show in the '80s, which I know nothing about because I only watch cartoons from the '80s. Thank you. Uh, you are welcome. Eighty-nine. Uh, also, Tamara, we like to ask since you did have wondering questions while watching Muppet Babies then and now. Uh, as a kid, did you wonder, hey, there's this character Skeeter? Who's a Muppet? I've never seen it as an adult, though. Why is this character here? I, or, by character, I mean real person. Real, a real Muppet person. I gotta <laughs> tell you guys, uh, I don't know if this makes me a villain of the podcast, but I never noticed. <laughs> I never noticed Skeeter. No, it's common. incredibly common. <laughs> I didn't notice until Eileen brought it up. I think then... I'm maybe the only person that noticed. <laughs> uh, never noticed, so uh, that makes me... Ugh. You know, if we're going to get a little existential, I feel like I could be Skeeter. I could disappear. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Nobody would notice. Oh, no. But no, uh, we, we, would. we would notice. We would notice. Um, we do a podcast for you. And then as as you were <laughs> naming... Tamrolial. 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 Yeah. That's the title of the podcast if you disappear. The future podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to disappear for the sake of making that podcast get the ball rolling on that one uh when you're naming all the characters that are gonna show up in muppet babies later on 
I would love to see a baby Janice. That would be great. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she ever shows up in Muppet. No, she, she does. Yeah, she does. And in one episode later, we haven't gotten to it. We haven't gotten Probably to it. And maybe we never will if we just solve the mystery before that. Yeah. <laughs> so are Waldorf and um, Statler. Statler, are they the younger selves, but they're still not babies? Yeah, they're kind of middle-aged oh, that's, when they appear. That's awesome that they chose – that's the decision that they chose to well, make. Well, decision. I mean, they're real people. <laughs> yeah, they – they're real people who uh, – They were the, the age they were They were the, the age they were. Because there's also time travel involved in Muppet yeah, Babies. Yeah, there is time travel. That we is We have to given. admit that because they were adults in the 70s. But babies in the show in the 80s. Yeah. It all <laughs> makes sense, though. It does. <laughs> kind of. Take our word for it. Trust us. <laughs> Uh, I will. Thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you. All right, should we talk about uh, this episode we're looking at for clues? Let's talk about this episode. All right, this is season three, episode five, Five? (laughs) Uh, entitled uh, Kermit Goes to Washington. All right, uh, so uh, the... The episode starts, uh, the babies raise toy boats in a tub by blowing air through a straw. Animal blows his straw underwater, causing his boat to sink. Uh, Gonzo uh, beats Piggy and wins, but Piggy changes the rules, and now she says it takes two laps to win. Then she fills the tub with bubbles, causing the other boats to disappear, and Piggy's boat wins. Skeeter says, no fair, you cheated. Kermit agrees, saying she can't change the rules in the middle of the game, but Piggy says she can change them because she made them up. Uh, The other babies leave the bathroom in a huff with Rolf and Scooter saying they're not playing with Piggy anymore. Piggy accuses them of being poor sports, and Rolf accuses her of being a cheater. Uh, They yell, and Nanny comes over to ask what's the matter. They tell Nanny that Piggy changed the rules, and Piggy says, I made the rules, why can't I change them? Nanny says when they started the game, she made an agreement, and breaking agreements makes people angry. Piggy apologizes, and, and Nanny says the next time they play a game, they have to agree on the rules. Then Nanny leaves. Common wow. theme throughout Muppet Babies. Then Nanny leaves. That's oh. what the show should be called. I'm glad you remember <laughs> yes. that all these years because yes. we have definitely seen that in every episode. She just <laughs> comes in and then quickly leaves. Mm-hmm. She's uh, the master of leaving. <laughs> what does she have? She's got a lot of irons in the fire and, and the rest of that mansion that this <laughs> takes place in. It's got to be a mansion because that is a gigantic nursery. With uh, steps inside and multiple yeah. closets. Mm-hmm. and uh, So, you know, whatever she's got going on in the other rooms of that clue house, I would love to know. Oh. We, I don't think we've ever thought about her having what other stuff she has going on in that house. Yeah. That's... Because Nanny is definitely a suspect. Oh. If, if Skeeter is somehow... <laughs> somehow left... <laughs> Left the living or whatever, or is <laughs> held captive. I don't want to say dead, but I just did. <laughs> Nanny, uh, she's just, we don't know if she's evil or just negligent or both. I, like, I mean, even if she's not responsible for Skeeter's disappearance, I still don't like her <laughs> and I never will. You don't like Nanny. Oh, no. Oh. So negligent. I feel so like terrible caregiver to those little babies. I was asking Matt before we started, uh, I meant to look up. I said, who's the voice of Nanny? Well, it's Nanny's said- <laughs> the voice of Nanny. 
Uh, oh, do we not? <laughs> I mean, Go ahead. Are we, am I? And I'm pulling to... behind the curtain. I didn't mean. No, to... no. no there's no curtain. If you had to, but if you had to, like, you know, put a famous classic sitcom <laughs> mom's voice that kind of sounds like the real life nanny in the documentary Muppet Babies, what would uh, you say it is? Yeah, it turns out it was Barbara Billingsley, and it's yeah. like no wonder she's such a loving, like such a such a just mother figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so Nanny chose to sound like this yeah. classic mother figure. Well, we all uh, we all at some point choose a classic sitcom character to model our voices after. <laughs> I personally have uh, I've chosen uh, Mrs. C from Happy Days. <laughs> um, yeah, and I uh, I have chosen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have clearly chosen uh, Ralph Crampton. Yeah. <laughs> I sound exactly like him. You do. Uh, Tamara. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've chosen Gene Stapleton from All in the Family. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't hear the at all. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's, I don't know, I could hear it. I could hear the resemblance. I'm just kidding, guys. It was oh. very resembly. <laughs> so that's just what we, what we all do, it's and that's what Nanny did. That everybody the... universally does. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I I feel like we this podcast you can take a shot for every uh, pop culture s- sitcom reference we've already had like twenty in the past ten minutes. Yeah, yeah that's that happens far a for lot. The that in anything that in the, in a Mant Manser project that's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. It's true, <laughs> very true. Um, a lot going on in this first segment. Yeah, Piggy's cheating. Skeeter mm-hmm. calls her out. Yeah, she's always she's always there to call Piggy out. Skeeter? Yeah. 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 Skeeter is um there's always there's in the in the archetype there's always got to be like the uber um girly girl which is Piggy and then the 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 Darlene Connor <laughs> the <laughs> like the anti-girly girl that's that's always and Skeeter has um has filled her uh, purpose, I guess. <laughs> I, it is yeah. weird that they took her away. When exactly? Oh, you can't say when that happens. We don't we, know. We don't exactly. know. We don't that, know. That would That's... help our case so much if we knew. I mean, knew. she disappeared after the end of Muppet Babies, but we don't know exactly exactly when. Mm-hmm. So she's just nobody. She never appears in like any older Muppet. Uh, mm installment of the Muppets. Yeah. She's just not around. She's in like a a Muppet comic book as an adult, but that's not, that's also fan fiction. That's, anyone can draw. Anyone can draw. (laughs) I can draw. Just saying. Yeah, and if Eileen can draw. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I can draw, anything's possible. (laughs) That is interesting. My, when I was a kid, my sister had a friend, everybody called her Skeeter. I don't think it was because (laughs) of Skeeter the character. It was just a nickname. But I thought because of I, because I watched Bubba Babies and because of my sister's friend, I thought Skeeter was just a name. Like that's a just there's you know uh, Megan, you know Larry and Skeeter. <laughs> They're just yeah. normal names. We had a dog named Skeeter. He did. Yeah, I remember uh, when you told me that. I um, first of all, I felt lied to because you kept that from me for so long. <laughs> yeah. This we've, podcast had been going for like a year, and then I said, you, "Oh, I had a dog also, named Skeeter." And also, we've been pocket. friends for years. <laughs> yeah, it never, it never I've, came up. I've, I've kind of been bottling it. I'm still not over it. And I think 
because we talked about it when we guested on another podcast, and I called Skeeter uh, like a middle dog, I think. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you were upset that You're I dismissed. Right. But Skeeter's not the real Skeeter. They're different. I know. And- I know. Eileen, <laughs> do you have any attachment to the name Skeeter? Yes. Other than the show? <laughs> every, I love every Skeeter I've ever met or heard of. Uh, so Skeeter, you do know other Skeeters. Skeeter from the show Doug. Uh, my cousin Skeeter, the show on Nickelodeon. Oh, not your actual cousin Skeeter. Not my actual cousin Skeeter. I don't have a cousin Maybe it, Skeeter I, Okay, yet. am I wrong? Maybe it is just a common name. It's There's just Skeeters in this world. I think just the 90s just brought out a lot of Skeeters. <laughs> he was a Skeeter boy. <laughs> Sorry, oh. do you have to pay royalties on that? No. I apologize. Um, Avril donates all her music to us. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I've heard we that. She's our biggest fan. We, yeah, we use her music frequently. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just all so complicated. You <laughs> <laughs> don't get it. It's another. <laughs> you get it. I mean, get it. I'm serious. Yeah. It's complicated. It is, it, why did it have to go and be so complicated? I don't know. Acting like. Here, somebody, somebody else, else gets me frustrated. Yeah. yeah. What happens next on the episode? Next on the episode, <laughs> Piggy says, It's decided. I will be the nursery's official rule maker. Skeeter says, Why should you be the rule maker? Piggy says, It's because it's in her blood and imagines herself as Queen Eliza Piggy. <laughs> They're Queen- not great with the puns with this show. <laughs> Queen Eliza Piggy. <laughs> uh, gu- uh, guards, Scooter and Skeeter, bring in her court jester, Fozzie. He tells a joke. What do you call a queen who plays golf? The queen of clubs. Piggy hates the joke, so she has the guards lock up Fozzie in stocks and has 50 tomatoes thrown at him. Then Piggy calls for her royal writer. Gonzo enters his weirdo Shakespeare and reads a monologue that starts weird or not to be weird. That is the question, but then mixes up his pages and says, weirdo, weirdio, weirdio, where for art thou weirdio? Then old McWeirdo had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Piggy says she doesn't want him writing anymore and has the guards drag him out. Then Kermit enters as Sir Kermit Drake, who says he wants to sail around the world. Piggy says she wants him to stay right there and puts a crown on his head. Kermit says he doesn't mind being king, but Piggy says he's not king. He's her Prince Charming and holds him close. (sighs) Back in the nursery, Kermit tries to squirm away. Kermit tries to squirm away, saying, let me go, Piggy. I don't like your rules. Uh, Hashtag time's up. Scooter says Piggy shouldn't be queen of the nursery. Skeeter says, yeah, how do you like it if if I were queen? Pick up my clothes, clean my glasses, order more roller skates. (laughs) Piggy says she gets it, and Kermit says they have to find a way to agree on the rules. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, they really shoehorn puns in Muppet Babies. I really applaud their efforts to do so. I feel like they're usually better than, than the Queen Eliza Piggy. Piggy. They're like, ah, oh, we have to put these names together somehow. <coughs> oh, hmm. I'm trying to think if there's a better pun version of Miss Piggy and Queen Elizabeth. Well, I Queen would even say Elizabeth Pig is better than, but yeah. that's... Queen of Pigsabeth? Yeah, Queen of Pigsabeth. I like Queen of Pigsabeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there's as or always. Pig, pig oh yeah, tor- as always. <laughs> Queen Pigtoria. That would be Ooh. that would be better. Yes. Yeah. But folks, as always, it's crucial to this, this investigation that we rate and review and rank 
all of Fozzie's jokes. It helps so much. <laughs> it does. It's Sometimes it's the only thing that keeps me going. <laughs> yeah. So could you reca- repeat I, that joke? Yeah, I would be happy <laughs> to repeat that joke. <laughs> uh, what do you call a queen who plays golf? The queen, queen of, of clubs. clubs. Um, Pretty average, I'd say. You know what? I oh. After he told this, after he said the setup, I paused. <laughs> and I yeah. would like try to think, okay. What's I do the, the same thing. <laughs> what is the answer going to be? I couldn't think of it. I hit play. He said Queen of Clubs, and I chuckled. Wow. I did chuckle at this, so I, wow. I like this one. I would think okay. that that's the best way to rate the jokes is to do that, pause it, see if you can think of the answer, and then if you can't, then that places it higher because they're more brain teasers than they are <laughs> jokes. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like trying to put... It's like a sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're maybe neither sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just sort of non sequitur or... But um, I don't like that Queen is in the setup and the punchline. Yeah. I think that tips things. But other than that, I like this one. Yeah, I do. I actually I do the same thing. When Fozzie tells a joke, I pause it. <laughs> and I try to guess the punchline. And I did guess this punchline. Oh. Uh, but, I mean, it's okay. it's an okay joke. So I uh, I give it a six. <laughs> I, I give this one an eight. Wow. Me? I don't like I don't I don't think it's a joke. I don't think it's a joke. <laughs> I'm gonna say a two. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but you think it's a brain teaser. How do you rank it as a brain yeah, teaser? Yeah, how do you rank it as a brain teaser? Oh, I think it's probably an eight, maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, and, you know, a, like a riddle. Like I think it's like an eight. I mean we also and we keep in mind that Fozzie is a baby here. Yeah. <laughs> Him doing a brain teaser. That's the other thing. Fozzie's Fozzie, you know, uh, as comedians, we know, like, the longer you do it, you sort of hone your craft. Fozzie never seems to. He's, he's, his craft stays the same from baby to adulthood. He, he uh, yeah, he's, I don't know if that just means he was very advanced as a baby or I think very he was very. Ad- I think he was adult. very advanced as a baby and then just sort of, he found his voice and just stayed in, in, in his lane. He just, wow. I mean, yeah. that's, that's good. <laughs> Uh, it's like how sometimes uh, child prodigies grow up and they don't feel as special anymore because they just didn't get better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. It can be a depressing I'm- life for child prodigies. I've heard a lot of them. Look, this isn't a child prodigy podcast. I won't go on that tangent. Well, no. Skeeter is a bit of a gymnastics she prodigy. She is a gymnastic yeah. prodigy. Also, apparently she likes roller skates. And skate. I, uh, <laughs> she, I feel like she brings up skating a lot, doesn't she? No, no, no. This might be the. I mean, we're only in season three. (laughs) This might be the birth of her um, roller skating journey. It could be. (laughs) Um, We have to talk about this uh, time's up moment also. Oh, yeah. Piggy and Kermit. Pigs up. Pigs up. (laughs) Uh, I mean. Swines up. Swines up, yes. (laughs) Because, uh, I mean, Piggy's been. Eileen, how would you describe Piggy's uh, desire for Kermit? Aggressive. Advances. Very uh, aggressive. I was trying for to set you baby. up for oh. your classic, Oh, she's my, uh, thirsty. Oh, that, that's Gonzo. Gonzo's thirsty for Piggy's kisses. Oh, but yeah. yeah, Piggy's thirsty for Kermit's affection. Yeah. Yeah, thirsty is a good word. <laughs> But this is very aggressive. <laughs> and a lot Kermit of baby. is There's too just, much baby thirst on uh, this show. Oh, yeah. And Kermit... Oh, he's like, I don't like your rules. Yeah. And so it's 
disturbing. I don't like. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Too young. <laughs> Too young. It's problematic. They're, they're just babies. You know what? You know what? Piggy should be thirsty for milk because <laughs> she's a baby. Or whatever pigs eat. Pig Slop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what they eat? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that just made me so sad for some reason. I wept. Ah. Uh. Maybe this is a time for a word from our sponsor. Oh, yes. A word from our sponsor. Uh, uh, Skeeterial brought to you by Puffs Facial Tissue. Uh, Puffs, uh, for when you are sad about learning about Piggy's uh, uh, bad behavior and also that she should be thirsty for slop (laughs) and not kisses Puffs. Wow. Um, Again... Sort of it's tearing down Piggy in this episode a lot. What? Tear- I feel like we're we're really tearing down Piggy a lot. Well, well she I mean, she, be. She, she needs to be knocked down a couple pegs. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she never. I mean, she she never learns her lesson. No, she's like like Fozzie with the jokes. Mm-hmm. Piggy with her aggressive affection. She never leaves that behind. Mm-mm. When does Piggy get into karate? Have we Has seen she, her? She never does that. Like, do like, we've seen her do like a couple karate chops. I feel like. I feel like, but I'm not sure. Yeah. That could just have been like in Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> we did watch that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she's still very, very violent. We've seen her be violent. Yes, certainly. definitely violent. So um, at some point in her life, she channels her aggressive behavior into. Uh, martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. She signs up for karate classes. But it's not just to like get out aggression. It's to further give her another weapon. Yeah, I think it's to hone oh, her I aggression. Uh-huh. <laughs> which doesn't Filter seem it. very um with the karate philosophy, but Yeah. I know so much about karate. <laughs> Is did you take karate? Um uh, uh, no, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> go along. I was gonna yes and, no, but was, this is not a comedy no, podcast. No, I was just li- literally so, asking. No, I didn't. Because <laughs> I guess did you learn about the rules of karate? Because I'm thinking, like, I would know that from like watching Karate Kid. Yes, I learned about <laughs> karate from Karate Kid. Yeah. Um, I know that. Yeah, waxing on and off. It's very essential. It's part of karate. <laughs> Somehow, part of karate. <laughs> and that's all I know. <laughs> uh, should we say what happens next on the yeah, episode? Yeah, what happens next on the episode, Manson? All right, next. <laughs> uh, next, Gonzo says if he ruled the nursery, there wouldn't be any rules. He then imagines himself as Emperor uh, Gonzolian <laughs> and cancels all rules and laws. Scooter says there has to be some laws because he can't cancel the law of gravity. Uh, Gonzolion says, uh, is that so? And makes Scooter float away. Uh, Fozzie says if there are no rules, he can make up the rules of a good joke. Uh, he says, why did the potato go to Paris? To be a French fry. Uh, then booing is heard and French fries are tossed at Fozzie. He wonders where the tomatoes are and then one gets tossed at him. 
Uh, French fries are better with ketchup, he says. Uh, Kermit says, rules or no rules, a bad joke is a bad joke. Mm. Uh, Rolf wonders what it's like to play piano with no musical rules and plays a piano that sounds like an air horn, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, Skeeter says, hey, without rules, I could begin running a race before the starter shoots his pistol. Uh, then we see Animal driving in traffic who runs a red light. Uh, then in a cafe, Piggy says to Kermit, uh, if there are no rules, then we don't have to wait until we're older to get married. Uh, oh, no! <laughs> uh, then Kermit runs away shouting, help! Oh, my God! Time's <laughs> back, up! Back in the nursery, Animal nearly runs over Piggy with a toy car. Uh, with no rules, the babies all run into each other as Nanny enters and says, what's going on in here? Gonzo says they agreed that they agreed on the rules, which is no rules. Nanny sits them down and says it's not okay to be totally out of control. She then has them sit down until she comes back. Then Nanny leaves. Oh, what a surprise! <laughs> <sighs> then Nanny leaves. Um, I I would I I think you guys should change the name of this to Then Nanny leaves. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we'd have to focus on nanny yeah which we oh, do a lot not, you don't want to focus we on already nanny. give her enough attention that she doesn't deserve because she's a monster she's a monster she's addicted to oxycontin she's addicked to oxycontin oh, that's yeah. a, where she's going okay that's a that's a fact that's we, our we, one we had, fact we had billy Merritt on here and he yes. proved to us that nanny is addicted to oxycontin <laughs> yeah and that's our, that's our one fact on the fact board someday we'll have other facts right now because you can see Tammy you can see our, our you, board around here so with all our boards. clues uh-huh. we just have one yeah. fact and a lot of suspects and mm-hmm. the um, the what do you call those grids where it's like this this line it, it looks like a a, tw- a pack 12 uh, um, you know the oh like the final four final four yeah, yeah. it looks like it looks yeah. like one of those <laughs> yeah, yeah we do have like that we have a narrowing grid narrowing down the, su- the suspects yeah. Yeah, we have a section for that. Um, <laughs> we also have a section that looks like an Oscar ballot, mm-hmm. but it's just suspects. And and the two way mirror that you have, I wonder when that comes in handy. Like, when do you actually have somebody to like question on the other side of the two way? Well, mirror? we have that in case of uh, Nanny ever agrees to be on Does the show. Agree on the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nanny or Piggy because. Piggy's definitely a suspect because oh, yeah. she. We've we've seen her rage, mm-hmm. and it's, we see in here. Oh boy! Very, this is oh, if ever there was a section that just what I would title "Oh boy" is this. <laughs> well, real quick, I, it's interesting in that section. Scooter, if, if Scooter says anything, it's like what usually science oriented. A lot of it science and so, computers. So Scooter is is like interchangeable with Bunsen. I feel like it's interesting that Skeeter's the one that they chose to knock off. If, oh, they uh, chose. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. they? they? <laughs> Who's well, they? I guess, I guess in my head, whoever knocked off Skeeter had was was in it for the uh, overall production <laughs> value of, of the Muppet franchise and was like, oh. we don't need this character. She's gone. She, I mean, like, I'm yeah. surprised. So I would think that Scooter would be the one that they'd knock off because they don't need Scooter and Bunsen are inter- interchangeable, I think. Well, yeah, as babies, yeah, but Scooter kind of goes in a different direction as an adult. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just uh, he kind of gives uh, up the computer science life to pursue his dream of being a, a stage manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, that's a, I mean, everybody has dreams. Yeah, and I guess that's that a fine dream. His. 
Okay. Also, to clarify, when we say character, it's like when I'm like at a party and like um, being the life of the party, and people are like, "Oh, she's such a character." Yeah, yeah. 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 I think I think we knew that. Yeah, I'm just, you know, yeah. I'm just trying to clarify things for our viewers, our listeners at home, our ear viewers. They view with their ears. They hold their ear up to their speakers. Yep, and, and then they look. Uh huh. <laughs> um, we have some more Fozzie jokes that we need to. Oh right. Break. We have to uh, not, a second five. We don't always get two in an yeah, episode, but we did far. here. Uh, so to recap this one, uh, uh, Fozzie says, "Why did the potato go to Paris to be a French fry?" Uh, Boo! I, That's not even a good riddle. Yeah. Again, I predicted that. I um, predicted that one too, mm-hmm. without hitting pause. Four. Um, <laughs> I I gotta say, I did like the ketchup joke though. <laughs> That see, it's almost like Fozzie, like a lot of comedians, he's funnier when he's not trying. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's the aftermath of the joke <laughs> that's funnier than the real thing. Yeah, I did not. I don't think I paused after this one, or if I did, I don't think I I guessed it. But I didn't like this joke mm-hmm. either. I gave it a two. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can see that. Again, I'm I'm giving him a little slack because he is a baby. He is a baby. But I think it's like the first joke for me, I just had such high expectations mm. for a second joke. Like, oh, he's on a roll, and then French fry. I feel like if a baby has the capacity to grasp democracy, then <laughs> I think we can judge him a little harsher. <laughs> yes, we do talk about democracy in a second. Spoiler. Ooh. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Piggy doesn't want there to be rules, so she and Kermit don't have to wait to get married. Uh, thirsty <laughs> for his affection. And just so... Time she doesn't want, wants to get married as a baby. Yeah, why... Piggy, you have your whole life ahead of you. There's so many other Kermies out there. <laughs> There's so many other frogs in the, the swamp. swamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame that she... Uh, she must have been raised in an environment where that's what was... Instilled in her the importance of being a wife. I mean, but she's, she's be- raised with the babies in that nursery. Mm-hmm. Nanny. 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 Must have convinced her, oh, you need to get married, even though... I need to marry you nan- off so I don't have to take care of you oh. any longer. So I can have more oxycontin. <laughs> 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 Nanny. As far as we know, and maybe she is. We don't know if she's married or not. We never see or yeah. hear of a husband. Mm-hmm. Nanny keeps her cards close to her chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her cardigan close to her chest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you think Nanny was married? And then if if she's like instilling this into Piggy, then maybe she was married. So where's yeah, maybe her husband? Nanny's where's married Nanny? to Waldorf. Whoa. Oh. Hmm. Trying to... Hmm. <laughs> we'll have to find out once we get to episodes yeah. of Stantler well, Waldorf. When, and that's mean, why she's, she's home alone a lot, because Waldorf is always with Strat, Statler. 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 Well, I mean, this is jumping ahead, but when they do appear, the babies refer to them as Uncle Statler and Uncle Waldorf. Which is what you usually say to, like... To your, your the mom's, person your mom's dating. Yeah. <laughs> so is Nanny dating Statler and Waldorf? Is yeah, this um, could be. A love triangle, triangle or a polyamorous situation? Oh. I think so. I can't yeah. be the first one to have drawn that conclusion. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think hmm. that. I think that Nanny is clearly 
dating both of them at different times. They go back and forth. It's definitely a love oh. triangle. Ooh. Oh, so they like don't know about Statler and Waldorf? Well, don't no, know. no. Like she'll be dating Statler and then just be friends with Waldorf, you know, and then something happens and then they're all single for a little bit and then she, you know, consoles herself with Waldorf and <laughs> yeah. then yeah. They just it's, it's just one of those. It's other. just a very, you know, a close friend group where, um, they all, you know, like in Friends, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> even though uh, Rachel is with Ross, but f- there are times when she's dating Joey. Mm-hmm. Nanny, is Nanny is Rachel. Yes. <laughs> St- Statler, Statler is, is Ross. <laughs> and Waldorf is Wal- Joey. Oh, man. Waldorf often is like, uh, how you doing? Right? He said yeah. that. <laughs> He's like, how you doing? and uh statler's like uh we were on a break (laughs) it all happens often yeah those are their common catchphrases what's next on the episode next on the episode scooter says they're being punished and piggy says it's like being in jail, leading to the song Jailbirds. Nanny returns with her old government book <laughs> from, from when she was in school and explains democracy. <laughs> Fozzie asks, what is democracy? And Nanny says it's when people make rules for themselves. Kermit says they should try that, and Nanny says they can look at the pictures in the book. Then... <laughs> Nanny leaves. <laughs> Kermit says they should vote for a president of the nursery. <laughs> I really applaud how quickly the babies are able to grasp the concept of, of democracy. democracy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fully even understand it. There's a lot of ins, a lot of outs. They seem to understand the electoral yeah. college. Yeah. yeah. So Kermit says they should vote for a president of the nursery. Piggy wants to be president, but Rolf says you have to make people want to vote for you and imagines himself trying to win the vote of dogs by promising bones for everyone. (laughs) Piggy Piggy then imagines a campaign ad saying if they don't vote for her, you'll be sorry. Kermit says it's time to vote. Skeeter says, me first, Uh, goes in and out of the booth, then places her ballot. The other babies do the same, and Skeeter says, I'll count the votes. She counts, it's two votes for Piggy and six for Kermit. Kermit wins. Kermit says he voted for Kermit. And Piggy... Actually, uh, oh, yeah. that's a... Kermit said he voted for Piggy. Yeah, I yeah, typed sorry. that wrong. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was, as I was, I was reading it, I was like, that's not what happened. <laughs> okay, so Kermit says he voted for Piggy, and Piggy says, I'm going to be your first lady, right? Kermit says, sure, Piggy. <laughs> Just really like... Oh, like, well, okay, fine. That's kind of how he delivered it. Like, yeah. If it'll get you off my I back. I have to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they get democracy very quickly. Rolf, mm-hmm. Rolf wears a diaper, so he doesn't <laughs> understand the concept of controlling his own battles. But, but he gets democracy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Skeeter was the most eager to be a, a good citizen and do yeah. a civic duty. Yeah. What did you guys think? I was expecting when they all went to vote, I thought they were all going to end up voting for themselves. What did you I, think? I thought so, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm think surprised I'm... that they know how to write names <laughs> or check names off a ballot, even. These are very precocious babies. 
well, we've seen them reference in the past, like, uh, them saying, like, I don't know how to read. Yeah. But they knew how to write names, unless they drew pictures. Oh. <laughs> For this ballot. Well, they do uh, only yeah. learn through pictures because they looked at a picture of a government book. <laughs> to learn about democracy. Uh-huh, and they um, <laughs> learned very quickly. Yeah. Certainly no leadership from Nanny. Here's a book. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm Here's gonna... a book that's mostly words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God I saved my old government book. <laughs> government. I know exactly where it is. Government book. <laughs> it's just titled government <laughs> I mean it was, if it's a, if it's government and not specifically US government they could have learned about other forms of government oligarchy ooh yeah, yeah. they accidentally <laughs> man, nanny meant to teach them they accidentally learned about oligarchy yeah <laughs> <laughs> they accidentally formed a dictatorship because Nanny left. She I just mean, left them to their own devices. How are they not supposed to become communist? I mean, <laughs> Piggy wanted a dictatorship, certainly. Yeah. And we're lucky that didn't happen. <laughs> Could have been a Pol Pot situation. Mm-hmm. Nanny just left them. A pork pot? With a government yeah. book. Yeah. A pork pot. <laughs> In um, communist nursery... <laughs> <laughs> Diapers change you. <laughs> uh, yay! Oh, applause. <laughs> Fozzie and Yakov Smirnov need to do something together. They need a collab. Yeah. Um, Mr. Smirnov, <laughs> um, if you're listening, like I know you are. Of course you are. Of course you are. This is your favorite podcast. We would love to have you on a guest on Skaterial. We are available day and night, 24-7. Uh, just give us a call. Message me on LinkedIn. We'd love to have you on. Or maybe podcast message you if you're in in, in Soviet Russia. Yeah, in Soviet Russia, uh, <laughs> podcast message you. you. You know. You know, Mr. Smirnoff. Yeah. Please come on, Skaterial. What happens next on the episode? Uh, next, is it me? Yes, it is mm-hmm. me. Uh, next, uh, uh, Kermit's not sure what to do as president, so Gonzo looks in the book and says, Kermit's got to go to Washington. <laughs> um, Fauci says, you mean he has to do laundry? Uh, uh, then they imagine themselves in Washington, D.C. Kermit says he could visit other presidents to get advice, and they go to the Lincoln Memorial. Scooter says Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address... And Kermit asks, uh, what's the Gettysburg Address? Then the Lincoln statue says, why, 227 Gettysburg Road. Uh, <laughs> the babies run away in terror. It's a statue talking to them. And uh, Kermit runs into sec- a Secret Service agent who takes uh, him to the White House. President Kermit gives a press conference, then goes to the Oval Office. Piggy comes in as First Lady and starts redecorating, replacing ovals with hearts, and reveals she's painting the White House pink. Uh, Vice President Weirdo, which is Gonzo, uh, comes in and says it's time for Kermit's cabinet meeting, which is a conference room full of cabinets. Mm, I liked that. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's good stuff, that's Gonzo. That's good stuff. Good job, Gonzo. Good job, Gonzo. I remember in that moment, um, I felt a moment of joy, which is very rare, um, in my life, which is this podcast. Yeah. And I cheered alone in my apartment. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's just a real fact. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> 
Why is Gonzo so weird? He doesn't even. What's what makes Gonzo so weird? Well, he's a weirdo. He just identifies as a weirdo. He really leans into um, (laughs) his weirdo lifestyle. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we we learn in the movie uh, Muppets from from Space space that Gonzo is an alien. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Do we ever learn what is animal? We're not sure. We're not sure. Our uh, previous guest, Jeremy Schmidt, theorized that he was spaghetti, <laughs> which I like. <laughs> um, I, I like animal. Animal's my favorite. Animal has always been my favorite. Yeah. He's a fan favorite. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm just pedestrian. Okay. Yeah, you're just pedestrian. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, we won't say this, but because we have a theory on what Scooter and Skeeter are, but what do you think they yeah. are? I think, I think they're people. Hmm. That's been <laughs> that's been someone one person maybe Skeeter said that people. Because um, our leading theory on that is that they are capybaras. Capybaras. I don't know if you're familiar with the no. with the capybara. Oh, I'm about to uh, <laughs> delight you as I pull up a picture of a capybara. Uh, this theory was sent to us via Twitter via a listener, and we. We're not unconvinced. I want them to be capybaras. <laughs> yeah. So, like, capybaras are just cute little rodent-like creatures, and and that's just mm. that's what they look like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could be swayed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> look at this little baby capybara. <laughs> oh man. Um. But yeah, we don't know for sure. Mm-mm. There are no other like. Like human babies, in although is although actually are Bunsen and Beaker like human? I don't know. I think we've talked about this too. Yeah, Bunsen. Well, his Bunsen's name's... a sentient melon, right? We yeah, agreed on his that. last name's Honeydew. <laughs> yeah. So I think he's just a sentient honeydew. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't he's have eyeballs, so it checks out. Yeah. Beaker. Beaker, I think, is a person. Says a finger. Oh. A human. I thought, Bur- see a beaker. beaker is a finger. <laughs> oh, I thought Beaker was a sentient beaker. Yeah, so he's a finger. He's a <laughs> finger that's got hair. That's got hair and has become a full-fledged uh, person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scooter and Skeeter are either people or capybaras. Oh, uh, another theory was that they were gophers. Right. Scooter and Skeeter? Yeah, mm. which is another rodent-like mm-hmm. creature, so that makes sense. Just such a this, – this show has so many um, – this thing is definitely this, but this thing, we don't know. <laughs> like, there's so many um, – there's like just, you know, no logic to it. So <laughs> that just makes your jobs, yeah. the two of you guys, even, even harder. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know what's real, what's not. Mm-hmm. Everything can be something else. Mm-hmm. I wear a diaper. I also understand democracy. <laughs> Makes no sense. Yeah. This is a frog. This creature is a nonsense. We don't know what. <laughs> it's just how it is. Yeah. Nanny is a human and taking care of these animal babies mm-hmm. in a giant mansion. <laughs> yeah. What's, how does the episode end? Okay. What's the end of the episode? Last on the episode... Back in the nursery, all the babies want stuff from President Kermit, and Rolf says they need to they need to make up rules. 
Scooter opens the book and says rules are made in the house, which he got from looking at a picture, I guess. <laughs> Rolf imagines he's speaker of the doghouse. <laughs> Piggy wants Kermit to make a law stating everyone has to buy her a present on her birthday. But Skeeter says, no fair, that's not how laws are made. Scooter says they have to vote. Surprisingly, everyone votes for the law. Skeeter says, yeah, you buy presents for all of us, so why wouldn't we do the same for you? <laughs> Nanny comes back, and the babies say when uh, they don't agree on something, they'll vote. Scooter says when he grows up, he wants to run for Congress. Fozzie says, it's a long way to Washington. Maybe you should start running now. <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> Gonzo wants to run for president of Neptune because... Uh, since there's nobody there, he'll win by a landslide. <laughs> and then a bunch of books fall and then on him. A bunch of books fall on him. A good instance of Fozzie being funny without trying. Yeah. yeah. It's just an off the cuff. Yeah. It was a yeah. quip. Oh, wait. Dialing back real quick. Who made the Washington joke about you're going to do laundry? That was Fozzie. That was Fozzie. Did, we all ignored that one. Didn't, yeah, I, mean, I, didn't, that, I didn't like that one. Well, I feel like I don't think that was a joke. I think he was genuinely confused yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mm-hmm. I understand democracy but not the word washington <laughs> that confuses <Yeah>. me <laughs> he thinks washington is the same as washing machine mm-hmm. um got it he's a baby he's a baby <laughs> let's not forget that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the start running for congress now that was funny that was good not that wasn't an official fuzzy joke because it was off the cuff yeah those are he's better at those mm-hmm. yeah uh, Anything that doesn't require a waka 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 is tends to be a better joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have to like let people know, hey, that's the end of the joke by saying waka waka, mm-hmm. then it's maybe not as good. <laughs> Fozzie says waka waka and animal animal goes ah, 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 ah. <laughs> They have their catchphrases. They have their oh, catchphrases. <laughs> uh so we have this thing though they the a Rolf is the speaker of the doghouse, yeah, which I mean, is some fun sense. stuff. Yeah, makes sense. Um, Piggy wants this law mm-hmm. where everyone buys a present for her birthday. Uh, they vote for it, and Skeeter's like, oh, why wouldn't we buy presents for our birthday? We've never seen her buy presents for their birthday, but if Skeeter says... We talked about this a couple episodes ago when Scooter bought a robot, yeah. and we don't know where he got that money. Yeah. How are they buying presents? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I don't think that's that weird. It's kind of like when you're a kid, your your parents buy your friend's birthday present. But we just mean nanny. So nanny, is... nanny bought nanny buys their presents from each other. Hmm. So they just passed a law requiring nanny, nanny essentially to buy their presents. Yeah, I think that's. I, I don't find that that strange. There's a lot Nanny more. Nanny doesn't get any say in this. Yeah. There's a lot more loose ends that in my in my mind than that one. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I think it took a great restraint on Piggy's part to say, "Buy me presents on my birthday." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. that was. I'm surprised that you know she was that um, civil. Yeah, yeah. When I first saw it, I. I didn't hear the on my birthday because I thought I just assumed she stopped that just buy me presents because that would be on brand. Yeah, yeah. that would make be more piggy like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but Skeeter, she kind of has a big mood swing. I would say she's like, "No fair to this rural piggy," and then of course we're gonna buy you presents. Yeah, piggy. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> made no weird. sense. 
Hmm. Maybe Piggy killed Skeeter because it's like, uh, you know, she gives her the most uh, resistance. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely been said. A leading theory. A leading theory. I see that that's number one on the <laughs> theory board. Yeah. Piggy is. Yeah. Skeeter calls Piggy out. And if you get Piggy mad and once Piggy learns karate. Oh, man. It's like a. Like, we're, I didn't realize that we were in a scary countdown to when Piggy learns karate. <laughs> and that's going to make every episode we watch even more scary for me. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys been watching these sequentially? Like, yes. is every episode the following episode? Yeah, we watch every episode in order. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And it, we get a little bit closer, but we're not... Not close enough. Not close enough. Not close enough. And I think, once again... We're left with more questions and answers. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just quietly <laughs> contemplating. When you're out of episodes, are you going to continue on the investigation? We'll hopefully be. We hopefully will have solved, solved, solved it. it by then. But I mean, I'm in this. I'm in this. <laughs> yeah, long haul. It's your I'm life's in this for work. The long haul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tamara, is there any uh, thing that you want to plug to our listeners before we say goodbye today? Uh. You can you can follow me on Twitter, hey Tamara underscore, or you can look up Liquid Feet videos on YouTube. That's my dance troupe. Ooh, they frequently dance to TV, TV theme, theme song. songs. And in fact, when I I was I remember before I watched this, I could have I could sing you the Mabba Babies theme song just from memory before I even watched this episode. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking like, oh, that's such a good. We should dance to that one. <laughs> yeah, you should. We'll go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what clues that would give us, but we'd go. <laughs> it, it could help. Yeah. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. Yeah. I've already been hurt so much by this investigation. <laughs> uh, listeners, you could, um, if, if you were so kind, <laughs> uh, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Skaterial. Give us a follow. Share us any theories that you have about the investigation. We love hearing what you say. It helps us. Again, we just brought up the capybara thing again, and that came from you guys. So you helped tremendously. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. It helps us bump up the charts. And the more that we're bumped up, the more visible our investigation becomes, and that'll just make it easier for Skeeter. <laughs> It'll make it easier for Skeeter to be found. Yeah. And- oh, it's going to be so amazing, your la- your final episode when Skeeter is your guest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm- yeah. I've I've already um, uh, picked out the snacks that I would bring to her, <laughs> um, fruit roll ups. Oh, and high C. <laughs> okay, <laughs> those are the snacks I would bring to Skeeter. Yeah, and uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at i underscore lean. I'm on Twitter at Mansur Matt. And with that, I guess there's only one thing left we can do. We go bye bye. Go bye bye. Go bye bye. Bye bye. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.